Welcome to the Awakened Man Podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to go back to more mainstream, old, holistic health news topics and talk about toxins that are killing you, and I'll give a little update on how masks are apparently effective in stymieing the spread of covid Early in March, if you remember, and this is one of the problems with, with trust in the CDC. It's like, oh, you know, masks, masks are not important. You know, Trump, you said that, Fauci said, oh, masks are not important. You don't need that. And then they come back later. Oh, actually, masks are important. And some people say, like, well, maybe they underplayed the use and need of masks because we just didn't have a lot. And now that we have more of them, they're like, oh, you need to wear a mask. We need to wear masks. But we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about connected to COVID or hand sanitizers and how a certain type of hand sanitizers have been recalled. So face masks are emerging as one of the most powerful weapons to fight the novel coronavirus, with growing evidence that facial coverings help prevent transmission, even if an infected wearer is in close contact with others. Now, what do we know? We know that in Asia, for example, when 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 they have the flu, it's very customary, like in, in Japan, for them to wear masks, right? Because they don't want to project those droplets, those airborne droplets, to other people to infect them. So we know... And it's kind of commonsensical to think that if somebody has an active virus or bacterial infection, if they're wearing a mask or something that blocks their sneezing, this would be effective. Now, the question is, does is it really effective to wear a mask if you are the recipient of it? So somebody, let's say somebody sneezes who has COVID and they're 15, you know, 10 feet away, 5 feet away, and they sneeze towards you. Wearing that cloth mask, is it going to make a difference? And the other thing is just wearing a mask in general. Like if you're asymptomatic, why do you need to wear a mask? If you don't have it or have already had it and didn't know it, what's the point of you wearing masks? It seems from like a libertarian point of view, encourage and strongly encourage people who have active symptoms of anything, flu or COVID, to stay home. But if you have to, have to, have to go out, wear a mask. But why does everyone else have to wear a mask? It doesn't really make a lot of sense, but let's see what the Wall Street Journal says. Robert Redford, director, Robert Redfield, the director of the CDC and prevention, said he believes the pandemic could be brought under control over the next four to eight weeks if, quote, we could get everybody to wear a mask right now, close quote. The research Dr. Redfield cited included a newly published study suggesting that universal use of surgical masks helped reduce rate of confirmed COVID-19 infections among healthcare workers at Mass General Brigham in Massachusetts. Researchers from around the world have found wearing even a basic cloth face covering is more effective in reducing the spread of COVID-19 than wearing nothing at all. And many are now examining the possibility that masks might offer some personal protection from the virus, despite initially thinking that they mostly protect 
others. Well, I mean, obviously, it's going to provide you some protection when you when you're sneezing. Then, if you didn't, if you weren't wearing one at all, but okay. Experts caution that widespread masking doesn't eliminate the need to follow other recommendations like hand washing and social distancing. In the absence of widespread availability of N95 masks, considered the most effective, but typically reserved for healthcare workers, transmission can still be reduced with simple and affordable face coverings. In a study published last month in the Journal of Fluids, the Journal of Fluids, researchers at Florida Atlantic University found that of the readily available facial coverings they studied, a well-fitted homemade stitched mask comprising two layers of cotton quilting fabric was the most effective for reducing the forward spread of droplets. The research was conducted using a mannequin's head, an air compressor, and a smoke generator that mechanically stimulated or simulated a cough. So let me repeat that. A well-fitted homemade stitched mask comprising two layers of cotton quilted fabric. And the thing is, you know, these masks, you need to wash them. Can't use the same one for the last four months. The study found that aerosol-sized droplets expelled from the mannequin with the double-layered cotton mask traveled forward about 2.5 inches on average, and that most of the leakage escaped from gaps between the nose and face. Loosely fitting facial coverings, including a folded cotton handkerchief with ear loops, as well as bandanas, were less helpful, the study found. That makes sense. With those masks, droplets traveled on average 1.25 and 3.5 feet, respectively. In contrast, the study found droplets traveled about 8 inches on average with an off-the-shelf cone-shaped mask. Meanwhile, droplets from the uncovered cough traveled around 8 feet on average, though the study found that they could travel up to 12 feet, double the currently recommended social distancing guideline of 6 feet. But to be to be honest, like I'm out in public every day. I go to the community pool. I go to the gym. I go to coffee shops, Barnes and Noble. Nobody really is maintaining social distancing. I, I, I hate to say it. I mean, people are walking by each other all the time and so forth. And lots of times here in Texas, we have to wear masks to go in somewhere. But as soon as you go in, people take them off. People take them off, and it's not like they tell you anything when you when you do that. Quote, it was surprising in a good way to see that a homemade mask could do so well that we don't have to get a very fancy mask, says, close quote, says Dr. Verma. A cotton mask can be washed at home and dried. Reusability is becoming important as we go into this for the long haul. The amount of virus exposure might influence degree of sickness, according to a review of viral literature and COVID-19 epidemiology by Monica Gandhi, a professor of medicine at the University of California, San Francisco. She and her co-authors posit in the research, expected to be published this month in the Journal of Internal Medicine, that masks provide an important barrier and could lead to a milder infection or even prevent one altogether. While cloth and surgical masks can widely vary, she believes some masks can likely filter out the majority of large viral droplets. Amy Price, senior researcher at Blah 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 Place, maintains in contrast that the primary benefit of wearing a mask is to protect others and to reduce COVID-19 transmission. She believes that excluding N95 masks, multi-layered masks with a slightly waterproof outer layer best minimize spread. She said rubbing the outer layer of the mask with a latex glove before donning it creates static electricity, which Stanford researchers believe can better prevent virus particles from passing from the mouth to the outside of the mask. Interesting. Rub it up. You ever did that? <laughs> you get the balloon and you rub it up on something and make your hair go up. 
Researchers are hopeful that the more evidence about personal protection masks could lead to more use in coming weeks. The CDC said the use of cloth face coverings while in public in the U.S. increased to 76% in mid-May compared with 61% in April. Well, that's partly because the government is is putting the gun behind the uh, enforcement, right? You, you could get imprisoned and or uh, fined. Go, go back about 10 episodes. Go to about March of this year. I did an episode about the 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 COVID and, and my my feelings on uh, the the lockdown, the forced lockdown, and the forced use of masks. Uh, let's finish up this mask thing. According to recent projections from the University of Washington's Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation, the IM the IHME, the COVID nineteen death toll in the U.S. would rise to more than two hundred twenty four thousand by November first. The numbers based on expectation that COVID-19 mandates will continue to be eased until rising cases prompt shutdowns again in some places. Probably. Almost 140,000 people have died from COVID so far, according to Johns Hopkins. Yet if 95% of the U.S. population began wearing masks, the expected death toll would drop by more than 40,000 cases to 183,000 people, down from 224. Quote, wearing a mask is one of the most urgent things we can do to get our country under control. We're all waiting for the vaccine. We're waiting for therapeutics, and we're not there. I'm not waiting for the vaccine, sweetheart. I am not waiting for the vaccine. Go to that video I did on the vaccines. Hell no. And this this is one of my frustrations with what we're doing right now in terms of treating or preparing for COVID. Most people are just in lockdown and not prepping their immune system. All of us need to be prepping our immune system because look, the kids are eventually going to go to school. We're eventually going to have to go back to work, especially the working class and the poor. So how is sitting in our butts gaining the COVID-15, eating crap, helping us? Go to that that episode I just did with, with Eric on nootropics. How is that helping us? It's not. We need to strengthen the immune system. So all you parents... Start dosing your, your kids up on high-dose vitamin D and or go get lots of sunlight. Take them to the pool every day or just have them you know, lie in the back, the backyard. High-dose vitamin C, if not intravenous vitamin C. Certainly, if you're feeling symptoms, go get intravenous vitamin C. Clean up your microbiome. Do these things. Get prepared. It's this, this pop-a-pill mentality that you see so pervasive in allopathic medicine, right? Oh, well, I'm sick. I'll pop a pill. Now it's, oh, well, the vaccine will come out. No discernment that, A, there's going to be massive side effects because the first round of any drug, and vaccines are drugs, have massive side effects. But no one's ever, no, no one has discernment. Everybody lives in fear, 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 fear. Oh, I'll take the shot, right? Fear, fear, fear. I'll take the pill. No. Ah, do some research, people, please. All right. So that's the mass. So in closing, should you wear a mask? Yes. I mean, look, you have to. You're kind of mandated in many states. I know, look, look, if you live in eastern Montana, you're not wearing a mask. And this is yet another reminder to move to smaller towns and conservative states. But wear a mask. Try to get one, as mentioned, well-fitted. And let's do our best to knock these things out. And certainly, if you're in a group, wear masks. And I, and I just love how, you know, I'm not I'm not attributing the inc- entire increase of COVID cases because of this. But it's funny how everyone's told, stay at home, stay at home, stay at home. And then when all the Antifa rioting and the protests came, everybody, a lot of people were out march, marching and protesting. 
And uh, so, yeah, yeah, social distancing is not that important. I mean, even the lawyers, even the, the mayors are saying this. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, well, you know, sometimes, you know, greater, greater issues trump public health policy. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but there's no, you can't say, you know what, maybe these protests and looting and rioting was a bad idea because it increased COVID cases. We can't say that, right? You can't say that. All right, let's go to tried and true old school holistic health news topics. FDA further expands list of hand sanitizers to avoid due to methanol risk with added to import alert. USA Today. The Food and Drug Administration has added to its list of hand sanitizers to avoid because they contain methanol, a toxic substance when absorbed through skin and ingested. The FDA's updated chart now includes 75 varieties of hand sanitizers. That should be avoided. I didn't even know we had a tenth of those on the market. 75 hands in. Some of which have already been recalled and other products being recommended for recall as they contain the potentially fatal ingredient. The federal agency also included many of the hand sanitizers on an updated import alert. In other words, don't bring them in from another country. All all of the products appear to have been produced in Mexico. My land, my people, from Mexico. And according to the alert, should be detained because they pose a health risk. The FDA says it's, quote, seen a sharp increase in hand sanitizer products that are labeled to contain ethanol, also known as ethyl alcohol, which is good, right? If you That's fine. But have tested positive for methanol contamination. Methanol. In June, the FDA warned consumers not to use nine kinds of hand sanitizers because they may contain methanol. Methanol is used industrially as a solvent, pesticide, and alternative fuel source, according to the CDC. Exposure to it can cause nausea, vomiting, headache, blurred vision, permanent blindness, seizures, coma, permanent damage to the nervous system, and death. That's no big deal. Quote, methanol is not acceptable active ingredient for hand sanitizers and must not be used due to its toxic effect. Close quote, said the FDA. Well, you know, how, how, <laughs> this goes back to big business, right? This is the the uh, the scapegoat. It's like, whoa, go to that video I did. I think it was like around episode 180 when Whole Foods was caught having hormone disruptors in their takeout packaging. And they're like, whoa, we, we didn't know. What? What? Oh, it's it's the middleman. It's the guys who provide it. We didn't know, right? Scapegoat, scapegoat. But you understand big business, big pharma, all these things, big medical device. The way they work is they'll get away whatever they can get away with. Like with big food, it's going to be cheap crap ingredients, food dyes instead of natural food dyes, fake preservatives, high fructose corn syrup instead of regular sugar, cane sugar, all these things. They'll get away whatever they can get away with. And then when they're caught, like, what, what? We didn't know what, what? So these these companies, you can't blame Mexico away. You can't blame my country away because like these companies are making it. Which companies are they? Well, I mean, it's the companies that are making this. You can't really necessarily blame Mexico. But lots of times companies will get away with it until they're caught, and then you'll be stuck in litigation. I mean, look at look at all the, look at the episodes I did on Bear Monsanto and Roundup and glyphosate, right? I mean, it's just appalling. Now there is a list of these sanitized hand sanitizers that contain the methanol. What I will do is do my best to contain a link to so you can see the list of which ones you shouldn't use. As a reminder, guys, I mean, just hand sanitizers. The other the other issue we used to have is that they would have triclosan. So triclosan is a hormone disruptor that I remember still seeing in hand sanitizers even a couple years ago, but they finally got them off the market. 
Patriclosin was in a lot of hand sanitizers. So when you're looking for hand sanitizers, don't get the scented ones. Just get the regular ones on the back. And you'll read the back. It says ethyl alcohol. That's fine. And like, just get Perel or, or just the, the, the major brands. I'm looking at this list, and most of these are ones I've never heard of. So I, just, I think that, that kind of bodes well uh, for us. But just in general, just get the traditional ones. Wash your hands. And um, I'm not even going to go off topic and, and say that we, we, we really overwash our hands and over sanitize because, again, our microbiome, Eric talked about in the last episode, is very crucial. And when we're trying to clean, 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 it doesn't allow our immune system to get exposed to pathogens and therefore get stronger. But in terms of COVID and all this, just understand, use the right sanitizer, wash your hands, and so forth. All right, guys. So if you like what we talk about here, please donate. And I appreciate all you guys who have donated in the past. I know who you are because it shows your name when you donate through PayPal. Click on the PayPal link in the episode notes. Donate what you can. I appreciate you guys who are uh, monthly donators. It means quite a bit to me because I have to defray the costs of these podcasts. Um, Also, if you want to support us, I'm an Amazon affiliate. So go to Naturopathic Earth. Again, the link is in the episode notes. And go over to the food recipes. Click on that. Click on those Amazon links. It takes you to Amazon. And then anything you buy on Amazon within 24 hours through our link, and it doesn't have to be the ingredient, it can be anything, we get a 2% commission, no expense to you. Buy my two books, Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior and Confessions of an Obese Child. The latter talks about what it was like growing up overweight and how I lost the weight. And then the second book talks about how I've kept it off for three decades. You can get that on paperback or Kindle. Also, if you need some coaching one-on-one, contact me through the Clarity FM link at the main page of Naturopathic Earth, and we can help with weight loss and and purging stuff from your house, whatever you want to talk about. And lastly, lastly, but very important, please post a review right now. If you have an iPhone or an iPad and you're listening to this right now, right now, post a review. It takes you two seconds. You don't have to write anything. Just hit the stars post an honest review and also subscribe and subscribe to the essential oils on herbal apothecary we just did an episode on st john's wart and whether or not it's efficacious against depression and confessions of an obese child we have that interview with the alcoholic and other episodes that deal with food addiction addiction in general and uh, dysfunctionality all right guys until next time take care god bless bye-bye thank you for listening to the awakened man podcast find us on facebook at the awakened man podcast page Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Music attributed to Nine Inch Nails.